0: Number One. It says in the pasuk, It says that on the days of your joyous occasions, on your Yom tevim and on reish al You're supposed to sound the trumpets when you bring the oilus and also when you bring the Shlomim. And by blowing the chatzaitris, when you bring these carbones, it will be a zikaron in front of Hashem, in front of your God, I am Hashem, your God. So Rashi explains like this. He says on these words, Rashi says, it says in the passage, So we know there's two types of oilis. There's an Eulah that a Yachid is able to bring, for example, as an Adava or as a an Nader. And then there's the Eulah that a Tzibur would bring, for example, on the daily Tamid offering, or on, on a on a Chaydish, or on a, during a mayed. Um The korban musaf was also a carbon Eulah. So the question is, what is the Pasuk talking about? For example, if it's Reish and you're bringing an Eulah on Reish chaydish, is it referring to the oilist that any individual can bring? And if he brings an oil on Reich or on Yom he's supposed to blow on the. The which are supposed to be blown at that time. Or is it talking about the communal carbon musaf that's being brought on uh, Reich Chaydish? So Rashi tells us that when it says, seichem, it's talking about carbon tzibar. He says the entire top Pesach is talking about a carbon tzibar. So therefore, when it says, seichem, we also know that's referring to specifically the oila that the Tsibor would bring. So when the tzibar would bring it on the Yem or, or, any type of carbon oila that the tzibar would bring on these days, they would have to blow the shoifer, an oila that a yochid would bring. So the first question the Rebbe is going to ask is, what did the words of Medaber in Rashi come to add? Because the Lechoir, all you needed to say was, the carbon seber, that what type of Oila we're talking about, we're talking about the carbon seber. So what is of Medaber coming to add? So the it's coming to tell us that not only is the Oila um, offering a carbon seber, but also the Zivche Shla which says, Viteran in the Pasik is also talking about a carbon seber. But the Rebbe says, Lechoir, that's Pashit. Because remember, just like there's two types of oilas, there's also two types of shlamim. So once we say that, what type of Eulah are we referring to that you're going to be makriv on these days is specifically a carbon tzibur, there's no reason to assume that when it says, (speaking) zivcheh shalmechim, which also means your Shlomim, which means, again, the shlamim of each individual or the shlamim of the entire tzibur, why would it mean anything different? One is usually uh, goes with one, first to one type of carbon. So clearly, this pasik, once Rashi tells us that the oila, when it says when it says the plural oila seichem, refers to the tzibur as a plural. Then also, it says zivche shalmeichem, that also would refer to the tzibur as a plural. So let's read inside aleph Rashi just needed to write b'karpin tzibur. The any case of seichem And if akarcha even without Rashi writing the words hakasam edaber we already know what pshat would be, when it but uh, when it says zivcheish Shalmeichem. So even though Rashi doesn't say the words of right, a right? You want to say the carbon siber, and you want to say it means the oila and the shlomim. So why don't you say alaseicha and then say carbon seber and we can understand that carbon siber is both the oila and the zivcheish Shalmeichem. It's because Rashi doesn't need to do that because, as I mentioned, it's it's clear that uh, it, it, the. Carbon zebra would also be kailal, that says weiter in the pasik. Base. The next question is where does Rashi even know that we're talking about a carbon zebra and not a carbon yachid? Right? Rashi is giving us a statement. The oil that we're talking about, the whole pasik is talking about specifically a carbon zebra. How do we know that? Maybe it means a carbon that a yachid would bring. So, yesh maforshim, da Rashi, who so the first thing we want to say that it comes from the Gemara and also the Sifri, that it's a Hekish. That the Gemara learns that what type of Zivchei are we talking about? The Gemara says it's clearly talking about a Shlomim of a Tzibur. So just like the Shlomim of the Tzibur um, the Tashlamim is talking about specifically a of the Tzibur, so also the Oyla is talking about specifically an Oyla of the Ziber. He Says we've spoke many times that Rashi will explain everything that's needed to understand Shudes Shemikra. So, he won't rely that it's explained somewhere else. So, Farashi's going to tell us that this Pasik is talking about a carbon seaber, Hakas of It needs, and, and it's either it's clearly understood just from reading the Psukkim that we're talking about carbon seaber and doesn't need to explain it. And if it's not so clear and we're learning it out from a Hekish and we're learning it out from these drashas that the Gemara and the Sifri bring, then you'd have to quote the Sifri if that's relevant to the Shamikra. So why doesn't Rashi do that? So Alamai must be that Rashi is not learning that we're talking about a carbon zebra from the Sifri and the Gemara. Rather, it's from the Mashmois of the Tsukna itself. It's clear that the entire Pasuk is talking about a carbon zebra and gibal.. So this is a little bit hard question to exactly understand. So some want to say that what the question over here is. That now that based on question number two, it's a continuation or like a question really on the Sifri and the Gemara. If you want the, the how the, some of us want to learn this Rashi like the Sifri and the Gemara, that where does Rashi know that the oil is talking about a carbon zebra because we learned it out of from Shalomim. He says that can't be shot in Rashi because Rashi says he's talking about the entire pasik, not that he's learning one portion from the other portion in the pasik. Rashi's talking about the entire pasik. He's not talking about making a Hekish. That's not what he's trying to say. Uh, I don't think that's Psha, because first of all why would Rashi, why would the Rebbe put it as a third question if it's really just a question on the Sifri proving that that Rashi's not learning uh, like those with fortune that the source of Rashi is from the Sifri. Why did he put it as a Gimel? He should have just been like a second part of that question. Um, Rather He's, he's he's going back to really to question one, that we're, we explained in question one that when it says, B'karben carbon Kasim it means the entire Pasuk is talking about a carbon Tzibur. And we said, what is that coming to include? L'choyer, that's coming to include the Shlom. And then question one was, isn't that obvious that the Shlom is included? Why do Rashi have to spell it out that the entire Pasuk is talking about the Shlom? But what the Rebbe's asking over here is, that Rashi said the entire pasik. There's many words that are spoken about in this Pasek. So according to what Rashi said that we're talking about the entire pasik, you can't say that these words, hakasim of is just coming to teach us that the Ziv is also talking about a carbon seabird because we're not learning and, we're, and why would you think that? Because we're learning out either the Shlamim for the Oyla, or maybe Mshutta Shemikra, uh, either the Ayla from the Shlamim or the Shlamim from the Oyla, because we're not learning one portion of the Pasik from the other. We're ta- Rashi's trying to include the entire Pasik. So it can't just be coming to include the Shlamim, rather, it's something which is relevant to the entire Pasik in general. So, Oybazai, what is Rashi trying to tell us when he says the entire Pasik is talking about the korban Seber? Again, he's not coming to include. Just one portion that the Zib Mechem, rather, he's coming to include something which is relevant to the entire Pasik. Now we have another Rashi. Rashi quotes the words Ani Hashem of Rashi says we have the words Ani Hashem What do these words come to include? He said, from here we learn. That you're supposed to have Malchiyas with Zikhrainas and Shayfris. Um, meaning whenever you have Malchias, you also whenever you have Zikhainus and Shaifers, the Malchius always goes with them. Um, if, as it says in the Pasikhatim, which teaches us the union of shaifers. You're blowing on over here, it's actually chatzai, but you see the idea of blowing on a shaifr. Blowing in general, which is a the shaifer. The zikarain is zikhrainus, and when it says anyah shallaqe, now it teaches the union of malchus, And they always need to have all three together. So the the We know the derech of Rashi. He's always explaining pshat shemikra. He's not coming to teach us halachis that we can dash from the pasuk. Maybe The only time Rashi will bring a drasha if that helps us understand and it's needed. To understand pshat. So, so what's missing in our understanding of this pasik The Rashi has to bring a halimud uh, from the What what's, what's wrong with our Pashat? What's missing in just reading the of that Rashi has to bring this drasha to, to answer? So in other words, what's bothering Rashi that he brings this? base? He says, "When you read the Pasik, it's actually very, very uh, understood. It says that on these special days, you should you should do a takiyah on the chatzreisers. Why? In order to have, make a zakar and Hashem should remember you." Right? Just like we have it in the earlier Pesukim. The earlier Psukim, this parasha was talking about um, when the Yidim went out to war, that they were supposed to also do a tekiah on, on the Chatzaitz, and by doing that tekiah, that will cause them to be remembered for Hashem, and Hashem will save them. So Zabazach over here, on the Yom Tevim, you're also supposed to do this, and you'll have a Zikaran. Very, very nice pshat. ilu Rashi like And he says, Uskatem and Rashi actually is taking it away from the Pashup Shat. So why is Rashi changing the Pashup Shat? So the first question is, what's what, what's bothering Rashi? And the second question is really making this even stronger. He says, the Pashup Shat is fantastic, and the Pshanta that Rashi is taking actually is taking away from the Pashut Mikra. We already know that when it says the words Ani Hashem, that's coming to say that Hashem is you can trust Hashem to give reward. And Rashi says in Parashas V'Era that this is how it's it darshaned in many places. The pasuk says shefarish gam the pasuk dilan ani hashem dem l'shalom stacher meaning is do the blow blow on the chatzaytros on during these, the during the ma'idim and the reshul when you bring the kabbanis and sham will give you the reward for that so lomur farish hashi kan alo pa'if and acher and based the like of shutekhal the kai apsukat ma'chi so aiba zayik the question is really twofold first of all why is he explaining these words differently. And Bez, he, he he's explaining it not even according to Peshut HaShemikra. He's saying it's talking about Malchis. Nothing to do with our Pasuk. And this idea that this is not Pshutei Shemikra, Rashi basically says it himself. He says, from here we have a limud. Meaning when you say the word limud, that means it's not Pshutei Shemikra. Rather, it's something that you need to learn from the Pasek, that we're learning something over here regarding halacha. That means it's not Pshutei Shemikra. So why is Rashi um, bringing this vart? Gimel. He says Rashi uh, only quotes the words but he also explains the words which were said earlier on in the Pasach. So either if he's coming to explain what those words mean that they're talking about uh, and and he should have also quoted those words in the Devar Maschal, or at least he should have explained it earlier that when it says Zekatem, that means Shaifers, when it says Zekarin, it means Zekarinis. Why, why is he not doing that? The Chayr of the says that there's no question on these words, rather the only question is on the words and that we need to understand. Gimel. be b'divrei Rashi. Lama. So Gimel. O'yyeish be b'divrei Rashi. He says clearly, as we mentioned, this is a limud. Right? Rashi says that himself. This is not Peshutish Mikra, It's a limud that's trying to be something Peshutish Amikrah. So the Derek of Rashi is um, that he would always be mocking the words Dorshu uh, when, when he has to bring a Dorshus Razal. So you're bringing a drasha from the Chaza, which is not explaining the Pasuk of Pshutai. So you, you bring the words, Darshi, Rabbi, saying to let us know this is not Pshutai Shemikra, but it's coming to Miyash something Pshutai Shemikra. Why doesn't Rashi do that in our situation? And Bez, The end of Rashi's perush brings the word V'chulu. What is Rashi trying to say with the word v'chulu? What What is he hinting to? He brings the word V'chilu, so he should have explained what, what is he bringing it for. Gimel. V'parashis Amor, P'rashis Zichrein Churah, P'suke Zichrein Shafris, V'kan Shin Vastam, Zichrein Shafris. Earlier on, there's a Rashi um, in V'parashis Amor, and over there, when it says in the words Zichroin, Trua, he says Zichroin means Psuke Zichroinis. Trua means Psuke Shaifers. But over here, when we have the, also these uh, words Zichroin and we have the word Sakatem, he doesn't bring the words uh, psukim. he just says Zichroinis and Shaifers. Why doesn't he also mention Psukhe, Zichroinis, psuke, psuke Shaifers like the Lashon he uses there? So these are the questions. So we have two Rashis. Uh, the first Rash we had three questions on, and the second uh, Rash we had six. So Dalit. So we know that the Erech Rashi is to explain anything which is hidden, meaning it's So we know that the Erech of Rashi is to explain anything which is hidden, meaning it's not clear what the Pshat is. He says, it says in the beginning of the pasuk that the days of your joyous occasions, but we don't know what joyous occasion is is the pasuk talking about. It's very susim, awesome. it's unclear. He says it can't refer to it cannot refer to Yom Taivim. Because first of all, it already says Yom etayim. It says Mayadim. So it says it on an own. And it says with a Vav HaMoysef, that meaning is, it's something in addition. We have Yom chasem plus we have moyadechem. And look at our R10. 10. Why, why, why is the Rebbe say, bringing this idea that there's a Vav HaMoysef? Because he's trying to be shol the pierce of the Chizkuni. He says, Kan. he says, The Chizkuni, once it says, when it says, BeYom means uh, it, it is a general term that on the days of your joyous occasions, and what are these joyous occasions, these are the, your mayadim, these are and your reshadashem. That's how the Khaskuni learns it. move in the in the mikra but it's understood that's not pshutesham mikra. Because why is there a Vava amaysef? The Vava amaysef is meaning is implying that this is something which is an addition to yom simchaschem, not an explanation of what yom simchaschem is referring to. This is free al is shabbos. So if the free wants to say what does it mean simchaschem, it means Shabbos. Avol Aleph, i came have a rash rashi the should have explained that because that's how would you know yom simchaschem refers to shabbos? That's not you'd have to explain it. Rashi He does more than that. Rashi can't explain it to me in Shabbos according to his Shittah, according to his Darach. The Pashtus haksuven lo yimetsinu inyon ha-simcha because they don't find anywhere that Shabbos is called la-yim simcha. Sh'yinikra al-shayim ze'a b-yim simcha as-cham-stam. U'bafra'ka sh'neba b'smichas u'ba-yedeichem sh'behem m'fursh pokor ha-simcha bas-samach d'ach-gayach ha-v-gaymer. V'al-hari d'afil ha pasha kol and he says, especially when you have the words next to Moyadechem. Moyadechem is clearly a day of Simcha. We see it many times. So to call Shabbos uh, right to, and contrast it to Moyadechem, it seems very funny that you would call Shabbos the Yom Simcha compared to Moyadechem. Moyadechem is the Yom Simcha. So, you know, if you want to call, you know, if it's next to a regular day of the week, a Monday, you want to call Shabbos, maybe you can understand it. But to call it Yom in contrast to Moyadeichem, that seems very incorrect because Moyadeichem is really the Yom Samchashem. And Shabbos would not be considered Yom Samchashem relative to it. And he says, especially, he says, "Lahayu that even according to Allah, it's not so Pasha that Shabbos would be Yom Samchashem. So even though, again, a, you know, Rashi's not coming to explain to us Allah, but Pshutisha mikra doesn't fit that Yem yemsemchassam for Shabbos. We're saying even halachically, it's it, that wouldn't be. It's not so pashat. The ain loymer te kvanus akas lemei semcha semcha stam. Hain esemcha pratis shall each prati. Maybe alz 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 kerben la litkaya. So don't say what's Rashi's pshat. Then when it says b'yemsemchassam, oh, over here it means an individual semcha and each prati who has the. A happy occasion, he could bring a carbon ty- a to Hashem, similar to the um, a carbon right? When a, a person saved from a dangerous situation, he's supposed to bring a carbon tayvda. So similarly, when a person has a simcha, he brings a simcha, a carbon simcha. So that cannot be pshat. Shai pierce Rashi. We know Rashi does not learn it that way because Rashi said at the beginning already that the entire Pasik is talking about the carbon seber So beim simchaschem would also be referring to. A carbon seber that would be happening on Ayyam Smech Aschem. So since Rashi does not, doesn't say anything on it, it's clear to him that according to his opinion, it's self-understood from the psukim itself. And he doesn't need to explain it, because if you just read the psukim carefully, you'd be able to figure out what pshat is. So, hey, be habir. Be pasuk le'zad namer chisavoyu molchama varoysam niskartem neshatem ayvechem. He says the previous Psukim previous pasuk said that when you come and have a, when you have a war against your enemies, that you will do it. How roysam you blow on the chatzotzros, and then you will be remembered from him, from you will be remembered in front of Hashem, and Hashem will save you from your enemies. Be hemshich le'zad namer pasuk dilan ubi yomim sum chasim uva varachibar. And then Hemshech, so for that pasuk, we have our Pasik, that and. And is always a continuation of the previous Pasek. After Hashem saves you, and then on your day of Simcha. So Hashem saves you from your enemies. And on the day of your joyous occasion, That meaning is the day of your joyous occasion is when the tzibur is saved from their enemies. So it's understood by Pashtus. Then when it says Yim chaschem, it's the kavana is to the Yim that you will do after you win the war. To thank Hashem from saving you from your, hands, from your enemies. So Mlamdenu HaKasav. So the is teaching us that in addition to blowing the Chatzaytres during the time of war, also at the conclusion, when you won the war and you come to celebrate, you also have to blow the war. And then the Passock continues that also on any you know, similar tradition of winning the war, also on other Jewish occasions like the Maya Dechem, you would also uh, blow the Chatzaytres. So katam So the reason why Rashi doesn't explain but Yem Sam means because it's understood what it means. So now we can answer the, the questions we had at the beginning of the Sikha on this first Rashi. to So now we need we, we, why Rashi, what's the haqhik? This is the second question. What was the haqhik that hekhr must refer to the carbon seeber? He says cave and the call hadvar var Vahomin Shibsuvim Eli Ki Savyu Ba Artakem Nashatab We Yem Savhash Umoe Deham in Yanitzibahim's and since everything that we're talking about these Psukim, the war, winning the war, uh being saved from the war, th the 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 moyadim, these are all communal um in Yanim. So So, when the passage continues on, that on these joyous occasions and on in the mo'yadim, you will, uh, you will um, sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and your sacrifices. So it's understood what burnt offerings and sacrifices of well-being are we talking about. It's clearly the burnt offerings and the sacrifices that you're bringing as a tzibur on these joyous occasions. The Hakasiv, Haynu Gam Zivchei Shalmechem, and Hakasiv would also be referring to the Zivchei Shalmechem. So let's go back. So, ha, so ha, these are how the questions are answers. So the first question is, why do we need to say Hakasiv Medaber to include the Zivchei Shalmechem? Isn't it possible that the Zivchei Shalmechem will be included? So the answer is that Rashi is not trying to include Hakasiv Medaber to include the Zivchei Shalmechem. Rashi is coming to explain. How do we even know that the Oila is referring to a carbon tzibur? And the, how do we know that the Oila is referring to a carbon tzibur? Because since the entire PASIK is referring to tzinyanit tzibur, so it's poshet that also the carbon tzibur, the oylah is also talking about a carbon tzibur. And included in that would also be the Shlomim, as we said. That would be pashit. Once we know the entire PASIK is talking about the carbon tzibur, then of course, obviously, the Shlomim is, is included in that. But Rashi does, is not trying to say specifically the carbon the Shlamin. And that also answers question three. Rashi is not coming to ex- compare one part of the Pasuk and learn one part of the Pasuk for the other. That's correct. We're not trying to learn the Shlamin from the Ayla or the Ayla from the Shlamin. Rashi was talking about when the entire Pasuk He's explaining what the entire Pasuk is talking about. He says this entire Parsha is talking about inyanim which are relevant to the Tzibur. And therefore, we'll know automatically that the Shlom and the ayla is referring to the carbon seber. And this also answers the second question of Rashi that where really do we know that it's talking about a carbon seber? And Arba Kabir that's Pasha, Of course, the whole thing. Though, and again, the whole Parsha is talking about um, carbon seber, and this entire Pasek is tar- talking about carbon seber. So, of course, um, it's, it, uh, that, that's the source of Rashi. Now we're up to Vav. So, now we're going to get to the second Rashi. So according to this idea, that our Pasik, which is pasuk yud, is saying as a continuation the pasuk Tas that it's talking about when they had a war and they were, and the tzibur was saved by Hashem through blowing on the wrist and they were remembered by Hashem. So moving gam came the which is nem lashalam sachar he says, it's understood that we want, one of our questions was, why don't we just say that Ani Hashem means that Hashem is going to give us a reward that we blow on the Chatzait. So Hashem will give us a reward for that. He says, we cannot say that's what the words mean because it says clearly in the previous Pasik that Hashem going to give us a reward. It says, the through blowing What's the word that you'll be saved? So my take So why would we need the next uh pasik and an additional words in the pasik to tell us that you're gonna get paid back from skar? It, it says clearly that you what happens when you blow on the Chatzot, you'll be saved from your enemies. And therefore, also in our pasik, when it's talking about the Sam Chaschem, and it says that you should blow on the Chatzaitris and the a Uh We understand that just like in the previous pasuk, when you blew the, the Chatzaitris, you were a member for, by, in front of Hashem and the Sekhar was, you'll be saved. So we all understand that also in our pasuk, you blow on the Chatzaitris, you'll be a member in front of Hashem and you will get your reward. We don't need to say that mafurish because it's just from the juxtaposition of these two psukim, we see and we know and it's clear that Hashem will pay the schar for doing this particular Inyan. Therefore, the words is extra. They're extra words that aren't needed. Therefore, Rashi understands and must be coming to teach us. Therefore, Rashi says, From here we're learning. Meaning, I'm not coming to teach you Pshute because Pshute as we already mentioned, is very clear what it means that you will be remembered in front of Hashem. rather it's coming to teach us something that we can learn out from it so what are we learning out so mam rashi malhis im zukhrain is shayf shadama ut katem hay shayf zakarin hay zukhrain is anya shamlake khan zumalhis so we inna nasu ilafarsh uskatam zukhrain who amir suke sharisah habshat so one of our questions earlier was la khayra saying that you're that that this is referring to that you're saying the psukei malchi is the psukei and shayfres that has nothing to do with the pshad of the of the is not talking about Rosh Hashanah that you're uh, that during the Musaf you're supposed to say these Psukim. it's talking about um, during any of really of the mayadim of the Rosh Hashanah that you're supposed to be blowing literally on shayfres and through that you'll be a zakar in Lefei hashem, just like when at war you literally blew on the hadzaitzris and hashem remembered you and saved you we weren't talking about Malchias. So the Rebbe is saying, that's what Rashi is trying to say. The Kavana is not utikaten, that, you will be, that you're supposed to say the Psukim. Because that is pepechabshat that we're talking about saying Pesukim. That's not what the Yedin are supposed to do. And that's, Rather, what's the Pasik teaching us? that these extra words, Ani Hashem Lekeichem, is teaching us that e- that whenever you have, that when you have the inyan, you have the toichin of the inyan of Shefers and Zechranes, either by literally blowing the Shefers, which causes Zechran, or by saying the Psokim, when that would be relevant, you're supposed to combine it with the toichin, with the content, with the idea which is behind Malchias. The Kshem should pasig zeh, shana ma'ut har shel and The Pas saying just what's the limit that just like in this Pasik when it says when you are literally blowing on the Shaifers, and that that's a zikrin, that by blowing on the shaifers which is the Toichen of the Kiya, and which causes the union of Zichron which is the Toichen of Zerinus. And then the Pasik adds extra words, that when you have this teichin of zikharinus and shayfarus, you have this extra words word, which is malchias, that teaches us pachopam, whenever you have zikharinus of shayfarus, whether, whether it's the Pesukim or Shoshana, you you're supposed to put with them malchias. Therefore, Rashi is medayik, and he, it's, this is question number six. Why doesn't he write psukah zechreines and psukah sheifers like in Parshas Amor? Because in our, in our situation, he's not trying to say psukah zechreines; he's trying to tell you a general concept. In other words, Rashi agrees that the Pasuk is could be understood K'Pshutai. And you don't need to explain it. I mean, just like in the previous Pasik, that when it says that you will blow on the Chatzaitzris and you'll be saved by Hashem, you'll be remembered and saved... So, similarly, in our Possek, is saying that you're supposed to blow on the Chatzaytzvist when you're bringing these kabanas, and there'll be a Zakar in the Fnehashem um, Lekechem. So, what is the problem Rashi's having? And that's what Rashi's coming to say. This answers mekan Lamdanu. So, this answers many of the questions we had earlier. First of all, we said Rashi, it's not the derech of Rashi to bring Droshus Wazal. Unless it's needed for Havanapshutesha Mikra. So he says higher is understood in our Pasik. So he says true the Pshat is understood. But what's not understood is why does it have these actual words? which teaches us that you're supposed to pay schar, uh, that we already know clearly that Hashem is going to be paid schar, because Hashem already said that in the earlier Pasik that you'll be get reward and you'll be saved from your enemies through blowing the Khatzaitris. Then the second question is. Um why is Rashi taking the pasik away from the Pshutisha Mikra? So we're saying he's not taking the Pshat away from Shutisha Mikra, he's explaining a Kapshuttai. He's just adding what is the words, uh, what what are these extra words on and Yashimlakha coming to teach us? And that's of course also why he explains it in a different way. And he doesn't explain a kpshuttai like in, like in Parshas baera because over here it's not the issue pshat, the issue is that the words are extra. Um, and, and the third question was Rashi also explains the words Utakatim Zikarin. So why doesn't he include it in the Divra Masko? The explanation is because he's not coming to in- c- explain those words. Those words are understand Kapshutai. Rather, he's coming to again explain what the Yitur Lashan of Ani Hashem Lekechem is. And then in the, we had three Diyukim and Rashi. The first dik is why doesn't he say darshu Rabbi Seinu? The question was that Lachaira, whenever there's something that cannot it's something which is not understood, and you can't explain it, and you need a droshur zorza, then he says, Darshu Rabbi So the answer is because over here the Peshad of the is understood. We know what the words mean. Our problem is only that there is an extra word, the Yitur Lashin. So when there's a Yitur Lashin, from what I understand what the Rebbe is trying to say over here, a Yitur Lashin, not necessarily do you use the things Darshu Rabbi Rather, he goes straight and says, Mikan Lamdano, there's an extra word. What is this word coming to teach us? Droshu Rabbi senu would be that even when the Pasha Pshat, the words of the Pshat the themselves, are not understood, and we need to have a Drosha to explain the Pshat according to like, it's like a agadic interpretation. But over here, it's just an extra word. It's so an extra word. Rashi say, Mikan Lamdano, what is this extra word coming to teach us? Coming to teach us uh, that halacha. And then we also answer the last diuk. Which was why does say psuke uh, shafers, psuke, why doesn't it say psuke zikrines, psuke shafers like it did in Parshah Samar? So we only have one question left, and that's tadiq, what does it mean, vikhulu? Vihine, Yesh makhan lahatam, mu'l lisha, lam mishana rashi, pasach, bimalchis, and achakach zikrines, vi achakach shafers, vihine, we've tvil de Rosh he says that Talmud and Mulek might ask, "Why does Rashi change from the Seder of the Psukim of our pasuk? Our Pasek begins with Sheifres as and finishes off with Malchius. But the way that Rashi writes it is Malchius, then Zechrinus and Sheifres. He puts Malchius first. All right, he says that our pasuk is going kind to of teach us that Malchius." Um, that we are supposed to have Malchus with Zechroinus Veshaifris. So I think the question that the Rebbe is trying to ask is because, as we mentioned earlier, the main limud of our Pasik is that whenever, whenever you have the Inyan, since the Pasik mentions Zechroinus and Shaifris, and then it has the extra word Aniyah Shamla which is coming to include Malchus, that teaches us that whenever you have Zechroinus and Shaifris, you're supposed to put the Malchus with it. So why, when he's giving his pshat, he specifically is changing the limud, which is uh, how the pasik's being read. You have Malchius and Zechreinus, and then all of a sudden you have Malchius, which is teaching us that you're supposed to add Malchius when you have those two uh, early in Yanim. But Rashi changes it, and he puts Malchius first, which doesn't fit with the Seder of the Pasuk, and also doesn't fit with the limud that we're learning with the Pasik. That's not malchias with zikhorinus and shoifurus. Rather, the, Pasek, the Rashi should have said it something more like, when you have zikhorinus and dani that you need to have malchius with them. Not that when you have malchius, you're supposed to have Zechorinus and Scheifers with them. That's what it seems like. Kam lamdanu malchius? and you still have malchius with Zechorinus and Shreyfus, that malchius is on his own and you have Zechorinus and Scheifers with it. The clearer way would have been to say that from here we know that when you have Zechorinus and Scheifers you're supposed to add malchius with it. And Rashi changes that. And, then, and that's also a secondary point is that this is also the Atam Mulchol because that's the tefillah of Rosh Hashanah. We have malchius first. L'Chairah the Pasek puts malchius last. So why is also in davening do we put Malchius first in the Musa for Rosh Hashanah shouldn't Malchius be at, at the end, the last in the last bracha, not in the first bracha? L'chaim isayim Rashi Therefore Rashi adds the word v'chulu. laham Sifri Therefore, Rashi adds the and his kavanah is for the Hemshech of the sifri. The sifri writes that that the Pasik is saying first sheiferes zechreines and then malchius. Why is it that the chamem we're masakin in our davening that malchius comes first, then the chreiness and Shaifers. So the shayferi answers because first you have to make Hashem our melech, and after you make him our melech then we were mavakish him, which is the union of Zechreinus, we're trying to awaken Hashem's rachmanis and then what are we supposed to do that with? we're supposed to be Ma'vakish and do the rachmanis also with blowing the shoifer, we're supposed to blow the Shaifer while we're being mevakesh the rachimim, therefore we do it in that order maybe had din the chachamim maybe that, and this is also why Rashi, when he brings this din of the chachamim, he brings it in that same seder as he's quoting, he's quoting, saying that it's a Yitr Lashen, which teaches us a Din of the Chachamim. So when he's saying, what's this Din that we're learning? He brings it with that what the actual Din is. <laughs> but Rashi doesn't put in the word, Rashi doesn't say that clearly. Rather, he puts in V'chulu, because this is not a question of Peshutei Shemikra. Is all, you know, what we have, why do we have this extra word? So it's teaching us that you're supposed to have malchis with the choynashashashayfis. So why is it that when the chachamim mermasakin musaf, we don't do it in the order of the pasik? That's not really a question on the pasik. That's a question about why the chachamim mermasakin did davening on our But a tamamam that is, davins on musaf, on Rosh and um He's also he's careful through reading the pasuk and how Rashi quotes it. We'll have this question, and therefore Rashi uh, writes it in, in this order to explain why filos musif is different than how the pasuk actually has it. Question uh, sif tests. So that answers all the question. Now we're going to try to explain this sippnimis So we're going to also try to sweeten the change of the seder why the Pasuk has a different Seder, the, uh, why the or Masakin, the Seder, different than what the Pasuk is, he says, Binyan, malchis Zicharinus of Shafres, it's Mevur, the sign of Bina, Zicharinus is Zah, and malchis is Malchus, so Chassidus explains, that Shoifers is the highest level of Bina, Zicharinus is the level of Zah, and malchis is in of Malchus, meaning it's going from the Hamshach, and, uh, on Rosh Hashanah, we know we, are drawing new energy for the world down into this world, so it starts. Uh, However, we at this point, what we're referring to when we're doing the Psuki Malchius, we have the Inyan of the 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 is the Inyan of Bina, Zecharinus is ZA, Malchius would be the Inyan of Malchus coming down into our world. <speaking> in <Hebrew> Mask of the Sheifers, which says Bina, Achach, Zechrainus, Zabachach, Malchus, so the which talks about how it is, Mamila, goes into the order of Mamila Lamata. Abel, Seda, Abedus, Adam Shimel, Mata Lamila, Mask of the Dargat Tartain, of Illum, Dargla, Daga, Mamata Lamila, Chem, Matfilas, Seda, who Mask of the Malchus, Hulu, Malchus, Achachazah, Achach Bina. But um, in our Aveda, we don't start off with the highest level of Bina. Rather than contrary, we're trying to reach from one level to the next. We start with Malchus, Zah, and Bina. You know, we're working uh, in our Aveda, we're working our way up to be able to reach that level. So Hashem is drawing the energy down while we're trying to make ourselves Ke'lim to be able to accept this energy. So we are working from Malchus upwards. Now we're going to explain the uh, continuation of these two psalchem according to the Aveda So, when the previous bucket Pasik was talking about going against war against her enemies. So this is Al He says when you come and do war, that's miramez. What's the war that we have? So the war baruch is of course the, the the war of the of, of, of a person with his yitzahara who is, who is um, who's an aggressor, who's attacking you. And um, especially during the time of davening, as we know that the time of davening is the greatest war that we have. Because we're wor- working at that time to try to mavar and to purify our nefesh bahamas and to purify and can- become closer to Hashem. So then the war with the Yitzhar is much greater. And as we know that specifically at the time of davening, machshavah Zaris are are the worst because he's trying to help make us not focus on the davening. So when a person is having this war and he's being attacked with these machshavas darz during davening and the, during the rest of the day during his aveda it's very hard. He's having a hard time. So Malandenu Akasev ha'etsa yutzon letzachon amachamas that the pasuk teaches us advice and counsel how to win this war. So Haraisa bechad teitzris shavaida sa adam hu inyan leiv nishpa venitka bitul vachna she's chanel fini akadosh baruch l'rachem alav al nafshel latzila mamayim hazidanim. So the etzah is that you have to blow on the Chatzaitzis, which in you know, Avaidah's Adam, this is the idea of having a broken heart, being, having bittle having Hakna, being subdued. Meaning it's the Davin, literally to recognize that you're unable to do this Avaidah on your own. Either it's the, you know, the general Avaidah throughout the day that you need Hashem's help. And especially during the time of Davin, with the Machshabah Zaris v'chulah that person has, he realizes he, he's unable to win this war on his own. That these Maim Hazidunim, these powerful waters, which are the Machshabah Zaris, uh, and his tirdas ha which are uh, uh, not allowing him to focus properly, uh, is, is ruining his avaydah. So, and he davens ta Hashem. And through Davin ta Hashem, with this broken heart, by ha-dei zem, nizkartan l'chnei the sheichem nishatam e-veichem, Hashem will remember, you'll be remembered in front of Hashem, and you'll be saved from your enemies. That's the first passage. The next passage. Uli ya-kshu v'adam hanam this union of being broken and dabbing for Hashem for help is only at the beginning of your vayda when your day is strong and powerful and is winning over you once you've been saved and you're able to focus and you're able to do your Hashem properly during the day and even during davin, you're able to diving properly and have kavanah then, over last You serve Hashem according to Hamadas, You enjoy it. You have pleasure. Then you don't need to be bittel. You don't need the Sachna to constantly daven and to ask Hashem for help in your vayda. So Malam Danu Hakasev Yem Some Chaschem V'Tukatim B'Chatzrei Tzuris Alu LeSeichem V'Al Ziv Cheshal Meichem that gamla acher in the sakhon mahamba be is a kavsasaka banes scarvel sham sorklis uskatam al sikh ma zibkhish amikhams arlis therefore the pasik tells us even on the days of the simcha that you need to constantly have this bitel that when you're during the time of the kabbanes the imminent of a kabbanes to come close to hashem you also need to be blowing on the trayfers because you always need to have bitel meaning is bitel is not just the way as a chana for your avayda, that in order to become close to Hashem, you initially need to have Bitel because you need Hashem's clo- help to become close. But once you're already close, then you don't need bittal. No, it's not just a preparation for the avayda. Rather, the avayda itself is bittal. Our are become, has become an avid to Hashem. So during our avayda, when we want to become close to Hashem, it's essential that that you need to be broken, that you need to... Um, recognize that you are uh, an avid to Hashem and you constantly uh, need Hashem's help. And and th- that, through that bitul, that's how you open yourself up to the greatest cure of Hashem, because ultimately we are human beings, we're limited, and however close we are to Hashem, we're still finite. So the only way to really uh, have this infinite connection to Hashem is by removing our omritzi, through to removing our limitations, by being broken and re- realizing however close I am, that's still very far away. And by having that being broken, you remove the yeshes and you're able to reveal the bleak vole, the infinite connection that you have with Hashem. Look at our 26. He says, it's not enough just having a carbon. He, the Shalah' is explaining why do you need to also have the Chatzaitris when you're bringing the carbon? He says, because it's not enough of carbon. Rather, you also need to be Mas'ayur B'tshuva, which that's the union of long on the Chatzaitris. And also on the days of Simcha, the Mayadim, why would you need it specifically then? So he gives up shah because on the, when you have Simcha, a person, when a person feels Simcha, he's close to kicking away Hashem. Meaning he's feeling very full of himself. He has this in yashus and especially then he needs this union of Betul. Back in the penim, pasi tells us what's the order of the kabanis. First, you bring your oilas. and only afterwards you bring the shlamechem. First, you need to bring an oila. The oila is completely consumed. You don't. There's no parts which are eaten. It's completely destroyed it and burnt on the fire. Adam La The first love that a person needs to have is complete bitl. That's the Oila, complete bitl to Hashem. Rakla that maybe carbon And only afterwards then you bring the carbon shlamin, which means this is the avoidah to bring oneself close to Hashem with Havana, Vahat understanding Hashem. This is similar to the carbon shlamin that the, the Bailam also had pleasure. The Bailam were able to eat a portion of the carbon Shlom. The idea of eating the carbon Shlom is, is that it's becoming bippinimious, that you're enjoying it, there's a Shemaka coming on with you. But that's the same idea of, in that in your Avadis Hashem, you're having a Tam, you're having an enjoyment, you're, it's becoming internalized within you. So the Seder is of course, always we start with the Indian of bittel, and then afterwards you come to the Indian of Tam the But even more generally, Carbon oylah who do most avodas the tefillah sholadim oylah The oylah is the union of davening. When a person is rising up and becoming connected to Hashem, carbon shlomim shenach labailim who do most avodas other base iske b'surach chov agashim meshal While the carbon shlomim, the bailam are also able to eat a portion of it, which is is referring to the idea that this is the person's own his own asik um, the own his own. Inyonim Gashmi, his own Tzroch of Gashmi, his own, the things that he's involved in during the day, his own business affairs, whatever it is, that even during his own business affairs, meaning things that he eats and consumes, is even during your Inyonim, you need to have Kol masacha and Chod Um Ramaz and the Passock is telling us that first you need to have carbon and, and then only afterwards you go shlamim. Because it's also for a person to Asik in his own srachav before he daves. So, but in Yanim that means is that first you need to work on connection and that bitl that you will have to Hashem, and only afterwards, during the rest, which is by daving, and only afterwards when you're involved in your business affairs, then you're able to make sure that your gashmistic affairs are also according to the Ratsun Hashem. So, Madgish Rashi, I just carbon sebar Kasamadabur. The ain maspik, Shabadas Bitfila Bittle tia vidas yachilatmi. So atme immat ziba, davkat vilabra rami butsu yes of nia maki. And rashi stresses it more by saying the entire pasik is talking about a carbon siebar, meaning is it's not enough that you're davening and your bitl will just be a vadis yachid. You're only worried about yourself. Rather, you need to be, you need to be kolol yourself, you need to include yourself within the tzibur, realizing that you're part of the tzibur, and you're part of their general or so you're not just thinking about yourself, but you're thinking about the tzibur, and also with thinking about the tzibur, which is in a bit you're not thinking only about yourself, you're thinking about the tzibur, but you realize more than that, that you don't have the power on your own to become, uh, have the ultimate connection to Hashem. It's the tefillah. Ritzuya is always more ritsuya in front of Hashem. So you recognize the ability that it's not enough on your own. You need the other B'nai Yidin to also assist you in your Al-Vaida.